Hi, welcome back to another episode of Nobody's Doing It Right, the podcast for those who are uncertain. My name is Kat. I am your host. For today's episode, we're going to talk about how you can't force good things onto people. Now, this is for anybody out there like me who struggles or has struggled with feeling like they have to be in control of everything, right? If you have control issues, when it comes to relationships and dynamics, if you feel like you might have the wounded bird syndrome where you always have to fix people or maybe you've always been needed to fix things in your life or in your childhood, you might now as an adult feel like you are the savior and you have to look at people and your friends, family, whoever, partners, and feel like you know what's best for them. You know what's good for them. You know what the right thing for them to do is um, you can see it objectively and you know that you have the power to change it for them, right? Or, you know, you believe you have the power to change it for them. As I've had to learn throughout my own life, this feeling of having this much control, of course, is something that you maybe have been conditioned with, right? You've been told or shown growing up that you are the fixer, that you are the person that has to have that burden on their shoulders. You don't, right? You are not in control of other people. You do not have that responsibility all the time. Sure, in some cases, of course, right? Um, there are people who do require your help, right? And you do have that responsibility, but not everybody. And when it comes to having healthy, secure relationships with people, you can't approach it with this mindset. You can't look at other people all the time and want to always step in and always decide for them and always tell them what the right thing to do is. Now, I get it. It's coming from a good place, right? You're seeing them do these things. Maybe they're struggling with the same patterns over and over again. They are making the same mistake over and over again. And you can see them and you can see that they're struggling and they're really upset and you're like, just do this. Like, this is how you do it. Like, just let me, let me help you, right? Let me, let, let me show you the right way. But you don't have that much power. You don't have that much knowledge because what you would do for you is different than what somebody else would do for them. And also, if somebody is not in the headspace to receive that level of good, right? Whatever that means, they can't, it won't work for them. And it might actually hurt them in the long run, right? If they're not able to even have that level of self-awareness yet for you to force it onto them can be very painful for them because it's not theirs to have right anyone who has to get to this place of self-awareness and understanding what the right thing for them is it has to come from them like yes they can look at other people other people can give them advice obviously but ultimately it comes from within so to try and thrust them into the self-awareness thrust them into doing the things that are good for them or right for them before they're ready can be very painful and might backfire on you and your relationship with that person now if you are somebody who has this wounded bird syndrome and who feels like they have to fix things or they see people who need help and you feel this urge to always help them you might then gravitate towards people who do lean on others a little bit too much who do always maybe feel more like victims or they they get themselves into situations over and over again because maybe they have their own inner narrative of I'm incapable, I'm unworthy, so this is the only thing that I can do or this is what life looks like for me. And now you come along and you see them struggling and you're like, oh, perfect. This perfectly matches the energy that I'm approaching relationships with, which is the fixer, the parent, the caregiver in a sense. So you find each other and it's a perfect fit because they need somebody like that and you need somebody like them. It, it, it just fits perfectly. But ultimately, 
that's not a healthy dynamic for either of you, right? Because you will always be frustrated in that relationship. You will always feel like this is the right way. Just let me help you. Let me do this, do this this way. And they never do because of their, you know, own inner narratives and whatever. And neither of you will have a healthy relationship because it will always feel like a power play. It'll always feel like a battle or a struggle, right? And also some people don't want to do what's right for them and that's okay or what's good for them because also what does that even mean right it's so subjective what's good or bad or right or wrong for somebody the way you see it from your perspective okay is valid for you and that's great but might not be valid for them and if you struggle with this if you struggle with maybe having a bit of control you might think that it's all black and white right like what's good for you or how you see things must be good for them because that's just what the truth is but I think the more you do this work and the older you get as well, you realize that things are so subjective. There is so much nuance and the things that are right for you that work for you might not ever work for somebody else. And that's okay. So the goal of this isn't to be somebody who doesn't help people ever, right? It's not about completely closing yourself off, having no empathy for anybody, not wanting to support people. It's about aligning with the kind of people that that are also looking for interdependence, right? Not codependence, but interdependence. And when you are the fixer all the time and you gravitate towards people who like being fixed or who need to be fixed, that creates a codependent relationship and that's not healthy for either of you. So you, on your end, if you are this person that, that relates to the, the fixer, the, you know, being the wounded bird syndrome, whatever, however you want to see it, you also have to align with the headspace of interdependence, which means trusting that the other person that you're connecting to can handle themselves or that they know what's best for them or they have their own journey their own you know sense of self that they are working on or aligning with right but that means that you are approaching that from your own perspective too for yourself that you trust yourself to make sure that you're doing the things that you know you need to do because sometimes those of us who are very adamant about fixing other people can often be from the place of not feeling like we are fixed right or we're not good enough so we feel like we want to give them what we wish we would have had growing up or what we wish we could give to ourselves, maybe because we feel unworthy of being, you know, a version of ourselves that we genuinely like. We don't do that work for ourselves. So instead we want to do it by proxy, by giving it to somebody else. So we'll put all that energy to another person, a project almost, right? We'll turn this person into a project. And when they're fixed and ready, and this is, I want to say uh, more specifically for romantic relationships, but when this person is fixed and ready and they're good, then when they appreciate us for the, all the effort we put in and they really value us, then that'll make us good enough by proxy because this amazing person now likes us or values us or loves us. When in reality, all that effort, all that energy should be going into you to be the kind of person that you love and you value and you respect. It can't be you doing it to somebody else and then expecting them to give that to you because they're their own person. So if you were to put all that effort into somebody and they turn around and don't show you that respect or appreciation, that's going to feel even worse. That's going to feel a hundred times worse than if you were to just accept them as they are and let them do their thing and not give more than you're actually capable of giving, right? Not emptying your cup out for them, but pouring some of that into yourself too, so that you are kind of, you know, maintaining your own sense of self and self-respect. You, you'll feel so much better doing that than if you were to do the opposite because you're emptying and draining yourself for somebody who can just not decide to give you what you expect from them because they are their own person and you can't expect what you want from others. You have to give that to you. You trying to create your ideal person to be there for you, right? To love you, 
But, you know, that doesn't actually work in terms of making yourself feel like your ideal person, right? That work, that that carving, that uh, creation that you're trying to put onto somebody else should be put onto you. And I know it's harder to do it to yourself because there are a lot of inner beliefs and self-limiting beliefs and narratives that are holding you back that make you feel not good enough. So it's easier to pour it into somebody else and be appreciated by them. But ultimately that doesn't actually fulfill and satisfy what you want, which is self-love. And self-love means doing all that work for you to make sure that you are at a level where you feel loved and kind and compassionate and appreciated and all that from you, which of course is easier said than done. It takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. But when you're trying to force these good things onto somebody else, it often backfires because they are a different person. They cannot necessarily handle it. Maybe they're not ready for it yet. And also it makes you feel like you are draining yourself for somebody who can't can't appreciate it. And also they might not need to, like, because who are you to tell them whether or not they should be appreciating this effort from you, right? If you feel like that effort is worthy of appreciation, let yourself appreciate it, right? Your opinion is just as valid as anybody else's. So if you think the work you're trying to do, the effort you're trying to give, the love, the care, whatever, is not being appreciated here, bring it back to you. Check in with yourself. Are you appreciating this effort? Does it feel good for you? Have you been maybe starving yourself of this? And the more you show it to yourself, the more then you see people who don't need it from you, but who appreciate it, right? Because you've given it to yourself, you haven't you have starved yourself, your cup isn't empty, so you have a bit more to give, but you don't have so much to give that you can only give it to someone who needs it. People who might be in the mentality of someone who needs to be fixed, which you would require to pour yourself out to help them, right? It'd be people, you align with people and you see people who are in the headspace of, I filled my own cup to an extent, but I would also appreciate it from somebody else. And you're you're saying, oh, okay, yeah, I filled my own cup. I have a little bit more to give. That's that's interdependence, right? That's the healthy level of it. So it's not about cutting yourself off from connecting with people or helping people or anything. It's about finding that right balance that makes sure that your cup is full and you can also help fill somebody else's and vice versa. They can help fill yours sometimes too. So I hope this was informative. I hope it gave you a perspective on what it means to be there for someone, to help someone because not everyone can be or wants to be. And that's valid, right? Because who are you to decide for them? The only person you can decide for is yourself. So make sure that you are deciding for yourself, that you're not giving all that power and control away to somebody else to then feel valid in return from them appreciating you or being, you know, maybe even indebted to you because that's not healthy either. And then being able to align with the people that can appreciate it because they're not draining themselves. You're not draining yourself. You're meeting each other in the middle. So I hope this was helpful. I hope it was informative. Um, follow my social media if you want to hear more from me. You can also book a one-to-one -one call if you want to talk with me about this in more detail. And also follow my Substack where I write about these topics. It's also a way to uh, support my content if you'd like to. But other than that, thank you for listening and I'll be back again soon with another episode.